four decades, the 1970s, 1980s, 1990s, 2000s. We've covered them all. The Academy has made some good choices and way more mistakes. This time on the Oscar should have gone to the best and worst Academy decisions. And the Oscar goes to... And the Oscar goes to... So I wanted to say to you that I did a cardio dance class this morning, uh, my, my second one, and I knew I I knew this already, but it was like really confirmed that because the T I could see my real reflection kind of through the TV, like because it was off, and my laptop was like propped up next to it. Um, I am a really bad dancer. And I could not follow the choreography and it was really difficult. And, um, we're all learning things about ourselves during, did you feel like, did you feel like you like really worked up a sweat though? I, I super did. I was dumping sweat for sure. Yeah. And my dog was very confused, but, um, even alone, it was humiliating. Sure. That's, that's going to be by wow. the way on my fucking tombstone, even yeah. alone. She and was humiliating. Was, yeah. Um, I've been trying to run like two or three times a week. Uh, well, first of all, about two weeks ago, I like threw my back out using an ab wheel. Is that true? Uh, yeah. It hurt so bad that night that if we weren't in a worldwide pandemic, I would have gone to an urgent care. The Good next morning. Lord. You yeah. love, a you love a gimmicky, uh, exercise equipment. Remember when you had the Bowflex yeah. back in New York? Those were the days. Yeah. The Bowflex. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I've been trying to go for a run like two or three times a week. And by run, I mean, like I will run about a mile and a quarter away from my house and then half walk, half run back. Right. right. That's so, the way to do it. By the way, yeah. that's the way to do it. Everything um, I've read is like, that's just as good. I don't know. So I keep thinking like, oh, eventually like. I will get better at this. I'll be able to like run both ways or I'll want to go further. It is not happening. No, it's, it, it is crazy to me. I've been doing yoga pretty religiously. And then I've been trying these dance cardio classes and I'm like, it's kind of, it's not more than I usually exercise, but it's like equivalent. It's just different stuff. And I'm like, right. I'm going to get like pretty good at these two things. And, um, it's, I'm not. And then I go for walks because God knows I'm not running, walks around yeah. the hood, and um, I'm out of breath. And yeah. then I'm like, I have COVID because I'm out of breath. Right. And then it's like, no, you're just a fucking out of shape, fat motherfucker. Yeah. Anyway, <sighs> welcome to exercise talk. With Sorry. <laughs> Another thing I did, it's quarantine talk, and I want to talk yeah. a little bit about it because- we Guys, special... in, case you're, in case you're listening to this, like in case you discover this podcast in like oh, six yeah. years- um, just to date this, uh, we are in the midst of a worldwide pandemic. <laughs> um, where, in case, and uh, also in case you, you're, if you're discovering this podcast and you're like, what the fuck are these two assholes? It's, we're going to talk about movies eventually go back and listen to any other episode. Yeah. Hopefully you didn't just pick up on this one randomly. Yeah. Cause this because is, this is not actually going to be sort of like our, it's going to sort of be like a recap of, of 40 of the, you know, 50 episodes we've recorded yeah in a it's, way it's a path it's a yeah we're really going we're digging back uh in the archives but i want to have i just want to briefly touch on other things that are happening during the pandy yeah. and um i fucking have cleaned my kitchen now four times today was a big one i pulled everything out of the cabinets and wiped down all the cabinets and got rid of a bunch of shit so if you need a dutch oven question mark or yeah yeah or yeah. or uh, uh four cheese knives with a matching board craig craig we actually we have cheese knives here. craig we got we got married too meg we have cheese knives <laughs> i think the thing is most of the stuff that i'm getting rid of is stuff that i either inherited from my mother or purchased of my own accord and was like why the fuck what was i thinking Anyway, what's my point? 
I did that. That's what I've been doing today. Oh, but I wanted to ask you this. Yeah. Before we get into, well, why don't you tell people what we're doing today? Um, so what we're doing today is we're looking back at, we've done four full decades of this. So we've done the 70s, the 80s, the 90s, and the aughts. Um, so what Megan and I thought would be fun, um, or honestly, it's just a podcast, guys. We're just trying to, we're just trying to entertain, you know, um, We're doing this for you. The listeners. Um, we're going to say our favorite and least favorite best picture winner from each decade, our favorite and least favorite non-winning nominee from each decade, and also our favorite movie or what we thought the best movie that wasn't nominated of the decade was. So we'll be doing that for each of those, uh, four decades. Yeah. The seventies, the eighties, the nineties and the, and the aughts. And for those of you who have listened to this, maybe you can, as we're doing it, maybe you'll even be able to try and guess. Yeah. Maybe you'll have an idea of what we're going to say. What based a on our... fun game for everybody to play along with at home. Yeah. I can't even imagine how Ugh. much fun you're going to I'm honestly jealous of, yeah. <laughs> of the I fun wish, you're going to have. I, yeah. Here's the thing. I wish I wasn't hosting this podcast with you, Meg, <laughs> so I could just be listening to it <laughs> and guessing along. Oh my God. One of us is, here's the other, here's another fun guessing game. One of us is not going to survive this quarantine. Which one will it be? It could be either of us or it could be Megan's husband, Matt. Yeah. I mean, I would put money on him for sure. He is playing a lot of video games, playing a lot of video games. Um, I've been, uh, I've been, while you've been reorganizing your kitchen, mm-hmm. my, uh, digitized iTunes library I've been going through a lot of it is doesn't have the full information so I've been doing a letter a day of my films and typing in like the director and the year and uh, the genre of movie that's a good use of your time sure I've been doing sure sure that I was rewatching season five of the wire oh which I've never seen that's on my list of things to do yeah season five of the wire we're gonna talk this is what this was gonna be my this was going to be my uh, pitch to you. I'm pitching it right now, but but I want to do it at the end of the podcast. Usually, Craig asks, what's the best movie that you've seen uh, in whatever year we're in? Yeah. But I think at the end of this podcast, we should say like what we've been watching at, sure. while we're at home. Because I yeah. have thoughts on that and like good things to watch and and what I'm enjoying right now. Great. We'll do that at the end. Well, let's jump into it. Okay. Um, do you want to start most recent and move backwards, or should we start no? Let's start back in the and move. Let's start in the seventies and move forward. Great. So the 1970s, uh, great decade for film. Great going back through the just the nominees, um, and really honestly, it is the nominees because there's not a ton. Uh, because there weren't as many movies made. Whatever. There, right. It, but the like so many of these movies I really liked. Yeah. Even the ones that I was like, you know, that I I had a clear, I had a pretty, pretty clear worst and a, and, and pretty clear. I was pretty clear on the best ones. Um, but, uh, you know, I don't know, like these, these, even the ones that I was like, not so thrilled on, I was like, yeah, it's still fine, you know, whatever. So what did you, what did you have for the, so this is just this is based on what the Academy actually chose. So what did you have as the best best picture winner of the nineteen? Well, this is gonna shock you, but I cheated a little bit. Well, uh, I don't know. Why don't you go first? You t- you say what was the best picture of the nineteen seventy? Well, my my pick for the very best was The Godfather, and that was that was mine too. But I also put Annie Hall because I could not because That's the truth okay. is is the godfather is incredible and i recognize it as being like genre defining and the whole thing and and again Annie hall has some issues uh i just finished ronan farrell's book and not great um but um as far as like movies i want to watch again as a movie i'm going to i will watch again like multiple times it just Annie hall for me is uh sure i like woody allen's work uh jet by and large and this is i I think his best his best piece but both movies are great i mean i think there's like four or five plausible there's a cup there's one of the decades we're going to get to um that i think there's well honestly the 2000s for best picture winners 
I can't imagine anyone. There's like two things that I feel like someone would choose. And I can't imagine anyone choosing anything else. But the 70s, I feel like there's like four or five movies. There's a lot of good stuff. Honestly, for me, in terms of like the worst best picture of the year, of the decade, there were only a couple choices. And I don't even think they're like terrible movies. Um, Uh, I'm pretty, tell me, you go first for the 70s because I'm pretty clear on my worst winner. Yeah. I put Patton. I put Patton. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't love the deer hunter. No, um, but there's some good, there is some really yeah. cool stuff in it. Yeah. I don't love Rocky um, either, but I think Patton would be the last movie of those 10 that I would pop on. Agreed. That was my, yeah. that was my worst winner too. Best nominee, Craig, that didn't win. Okay. So best nominee that didn't win. This was very my, clear for me. Okay. I have my pick. And then I have like my two runner ups, but there's a ton of great nominees throughout. So the many, 70s. so many. But my number one was Network. Really interesting. A great choice, by the way. Fucking great movie. Great movie. There's yeah. so many good movies in the 70s. Even yeah. movies that I didn't like love, love, like Five Easy Pieces, like generally gave me something to something to enjoy, something to look at. Yeah. Uh, my best nominee of the 70s that didn't win was Jaws. Yeah. Jaws and Dog Day Afternoon were my two runner Yeah. I thought you might pick Dog Day Afternoon, which is also great. But um, yeah. I live for Jaws, my original horror movie. How about the worst nominee? This was... Okay. How about the worst nominee? Because I have... Okay. Worst nominee. Go. So I have a pick that I think is probably the one considered the worst nominee... And then I have two more that I probably honestly would watch. Yeah. Would like the worst nominee I would probably put on before I put on either of these movies. Yeah. I know it. I went a hundred percent with my heart on this one and not my head. So you go ahead first. I put the worst nominee of the seventies was the towering Inferno. Mm -hmm. Understandable. I put the worst nominee of the seventies was Nicholas and Alexandra. Now, Yes. Interesting. I did. Close second is The Immigrants. Those two, I was like, I could not, I can't, both, honestly, it's depending on the day. Like, The Immigrants had, a like, there was some pretty, um, The Immigrants had some really pretty uh, shots of, like, nature, and Nicholas and Alexander had that very last scene where everybody gets shot, which was fun. Other than that, both of those movies are irredeemable for me. Now, The Towering Inferno and airport are also are not good movies right but i will watch the both of them before i will watch and there's more interesting stuff in both of them than there is in nicholas and alexandra and the immigrants that's my hot take um my two runner-ups were cries and whispers Oh, but see, there was some weird shit in that where I was like, this is fucked up that I, that I, that I would, that was far more interesting to me than Nicholas and Alexandra or the immigrants. And the other one was bound for glory. I can, I have blocked that out. (laughs) That was the Woody Guthrie. Oh Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That was fine. Just can't imagine ever throwing that on again. You're going to, but you're going to watch fucking Nicholas and Alexandra. Probably not. And I'm not. I'm definitely not going to watch the immigrants either. God, both of those also over three hours. Bound for Glory yeah. was not over three hours. Uh, it's close. It's like two forty. It's too long. Yeah, it's too long. Um, Favorite movie that was not nominated. Not nominated. So for the seventies, I thought this was kind of more interesting because I feel like every other decade, my pick was something that is like really critically acclaimed and is an Oscar movie that sort of got snubbed. Whereas in the seventies, my pick and my runner up are both more genre films that are not considered like usually like Oscar films. Interesting. I feel like I went the opposite direction, but in that, then that other decades I went with stuff that I was like, this is a fucking fun, awesome, great movie. And then the seventies, I think, I think this is, I went with a little more prestige but go ahead. Interesting. So I picked a movie that we picked for Best Picture of the Year, mm-hmm. and that is Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, great pick, Craig. Great pick, Craig. Yeah. 
And the tens are getting. What does he say? What is he even saying? He's, it doesn't matter. And he's just, the way he the says it. The thing is growing and nothing can be showing. That is fucked up. Yeah. Okay. Good pick. What was your runner up? Halloween. Hmm. All right. All right now. No. All right now. Uh, my pick from the 70s was um, Close Encounters. Close Encounters of okay. the Third Kind. It's a movie I Great. really enjoy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Should have been nominated. Yeah. I totally can see that. Now, it's a good pick. Diametrically opposed to the 70s, let's talk the fucking 80s. And I'm yeah, going to need baby. you... Uh, give You give a little overview of how terrible the 80s are while I grab the bottle of wine that I left in the other room, excuse me. So the 80s, in a similar way to the 2000s, the aughts, um, I cannot, um, I mean, I already know what you're going to choose. I cannot imagine putting these 10 movies in front of almost anyone and them not making one of two choices. Yes, agreed. In terms of what's the best picture. And then I can plausibly see even though I don't think any of those other eight movies are great, there's like four movies I think that are running really close for worst yes. best picture winner. Agreed. A hundred percent agreed. I think of all of the best picture winners in the eighties, I liked two of the movies. Okay. I think. I mean, it's, it, it was wild to me. I literally yeah. was like, when we were picking the worst winner and the worst nominee, I was like, there's too many. They're all bad. Everything's bad. Good, not oh, well, nominated I, movies, but actually, I know. Actually, I know what yours is. You know what mine and it is. It was would not be one of my top two, but it would probably be my third. Okay, I guess. Yeah. So my my best winner, my best 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 picture winner of the nineteen eighties is one of my favorite movies of all time. It will be shocking to nobody. Is out of Africa. Right. My God, you are brave. I love that movie. Have I watched it during quarantine? Yes, I have. My God, you are brave. My God. My God, you are brave. It's the best. The best. She gets syphilis. My, How do you not love that fucking movie? Good Lord. My choice was Amadeus. Mm -hmm. That was the only other movie that I considered. Well, I thought Terms of Endearment is oh, also... Oh, Terms of Endearment is also really good. You're right. Yeah. I'm sorry. Three movies that, that year, uh, that, that decade, that one are good. Yeah. Now, I would say for me... The other movies that I think are okay, that I get why they won Best Picture, um, and I don't think are really in the running for worst Best Picture of the year, um, are out of Africa. I don't think Gandhi's in the, even though I wouldn't just throw it on, I don't think it's, it's not in the running for worst Best Picture. No. I don't think uh, Platoon or Ordinary People is in the running for worst Best Picture. Agreed. Agreed. Now, the other four, pick your poison. Okay. <laughs> so this... I'm going to tell you something. This was Tia. And yeah. I think what I did was I was like, what movie am I most offended by? What like, okay. what movie like shook me in the sense that I was like, people like this fucking movie. This is unequivocally a bad movie. It's offensive to me. That's, that's where I felt about it. Cause I was like the talent that's involved. This should be something. And for right. some odd reason, people think this is a good movie and it's in the zeitgeist, and I'm here to tell you, it's fucking bad. And, and that's from, Rain Man. Right. Um, for me, Rain Man and Driving Miss Daisy both fall into that category. Yes, it was between the two of them, but there's stuff in Driving Miss Daisy. Like, there was stuff in Driving Miss Daisy. Like, I liked the performances, I guess. I right. hate Dustin Hoffman in Rain Man. I hate him, and I hate Tom Cruise. I hate the both of them. Yeah. I hate that For movie. For me, it was what movie, if I was flipping channels, would I not even stop for two minutes to watch any of? And that was Chariots of Fire. Oh, Chariots of Fire. That was my <laughs> other, that was my, that was my number two. Chariots of Fire. I was, and it was, and it was tough. I wasn't as offended sure. by that movie as I was by Rain Man, but Chariots of Fire is garbage. What's the fourth one we I haven't just talked it, about? Uh, the Last Emperor. The Last Emperor, which is also a yeah. snooze fest. Yeah. Chariots of Fire, I just find unbelievably boring unbelievably boring uh, all but those four movies were all just straight up not good movies right i mean driving uh, the stasi i will say has 
Jessica Tandy being fun at least a little bit and and Morgan Freeman is always like it doesn't matter what he does he's like a more watchable person right but plus you got Dan Aykroyd plus you got Dan Aykroyd you got Dan Aykroyd the other three I just (laughs) Chariots of Fire what a terrible movie good pick your favorite non-winning nominee of the 1980s easy one of my favorite movies of all time working girl great great movie fucking great obsessed with working girl yeah that movie has been let the river run well documented but that movie was on that was on tv the other day and i came in at the part where she walks in on alec baldwin fucking somebody else Uh and i was like i'm just gonna watch this for like five Five minutes just to like Harrison Ford shows up and goddamn. Meanwhile, damn, she she's sitting in a brand new office. By, brand, the, time you by the time I was done, she was saying, Guess where I am? And she was in her own office. And I live for that movie. It's fucking great. Uh, my choice, which was also my choice for the best picture of its given year, Fatal Attraction. Oh, really? I just love Fatal I Attraction. I know you do. I think it's so good you love fatal attraction i mean i like fatal attraction i think working girl is a great choice et obviously would e. be a great choice awesome. raiders yeah raiders was a was tops for me too yeah some good stuff was nominated for sure yeah i just have a personal affinity for working girl yeah All right. and the simplicity of it again i've sure. been watching i've been we'll talk about what we've been watching at the end but i've been watching a lot of stuff i've been watching a lot of like businessy stuff if that gives us any indication of where we're going with this and i love that like it's very much in that world but you don't need a fucking mba to like understand the deal and like what's happening and i just think that was it's just very well done because we don't care about the deal we care about the characters yeah that's all that's all worst nominee oh there's so many there's so many but you know what i gotta pick craig you know what i gotta pick i know what you i know what i think you have to pick the OG googly. Yeah. Hope and Hope glory, glory, baby. baby. <laughs> um, that's also that was also my number one. Um, did you have some runner up? I like, every other right, movie, right every other movie other than the blockbustery things that other than the blockbuster stuff that was nominated like E.T. and Raiders, every other name some. Well, so here these were my closest to. Um, the accidental tourist, mm, huge one. Who, which is yeah. also, I think, a googly. Yeah, for sure, a googly. Um, and the dresser. Oh, the dresser. Yeah, yeah. Those, I think, those, I think, were my also both, up. But how, how could bad. how could one of us not choose hope? Uh, how could both how could both of us, us not choose hope and glory? glory? We we have we're on record. Place. Yeah. Yeah. As in saying the, that's the most cold black hearts. That that is the number one movie that we're like. I don't know how this was nominated. I don't know. I still don't know. Not yeah. even the star power of Gina Davis. Like I don't know, or yeah. uh, William Hurt. Oh God. Um, Not nominated film of the eighties. I got two. Okay, I've got I've got I've got one, and then I've got two runners up. So I guess the one that I have is Who Framed Roger Rabbit, which we picked as the best movie of that year or that, yeah, whatever year that was. Yeah. Um, And I was thinking about that movie and how I fucking love that movie. And it is, again, also sort of upsetting. That's the, I think that is the theme with movies that I like that are like a little bit, a little bit fucked up. Like, remember he dips that shoe in the dip and then that shoe's dead? little cartoon yeah. shoe it's fucked up it's upsetting it's fucked up. yeah they die laughing when these days you're gonna die laughing it's upsetting um and then my other f- my other favorite from that decade is um back to the future so back to the future i picked for that year and uh, for that yeah yeah so those are both great picks i didn't i kind of with this i went more Slightly more Oscar. I guess one of the movies, just really the pedigree is more, but again, a genre. Um, my number one was Do the Right Thing. Oh, right. Oh, right. Do the Right Thing. Great one. Um, and my runners up 
were The King of Comedy Mm -hmm. and The Shining. Oh, my God. These are good picks. All good picks. Do the Right Thing should have been, and The Shining for sure should have been on my, my, my radar as well. But those five movies, the five that we named, I actually picked those as the best movie of their given years. Yeah, I don't know what um, was so up with... I agree with, with all those. I don't know what was up with the nominating crew from the 80s, but you should be ashamed of, your shell, of yourselves. Yeah. Like, like I get particular, like, I understand The Shining because it's horror and really only The Exorcist had ever been nominated. Yeah, but still. I get why it's in terms Kubrick. Of the Oscars, you're not looking at something like Back to the Future or Who Framed Roger Rabbit because of what you think of them. But particularly in the years that they were not nominated, if you look at the movies that were, you're like, you got to be kidding me. These movies? Yeah. Yeah. Um, the 1990s. 90s, baby. This is my heyday. This is my heyday. You go first. I mean, okay. Best, um, best, 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 best picture winner. Best, best picture winner. Um, for me, they're actually as much as this is a good decade. The, by the 90s way. are. Uh, there was only. I mean, there's a couple movies that you could put up there. I think I know what you're going to choose. For me, it's Silence of the Lambs. I knew you were going to pick that. That's I, so interesting to me. I've realized that I think it's one of my like, it top is five favorite movies Maybe movies time. all time. Also, I think it's just cool that the Academy, again, picked it just because it's not the kind of movie <laughs> you would expect them to pick necessarily do you think you like that movie because you emphasize with emphasize empathize empathize with buffalo bill sure because you also like tucking your penis back and dancing around in front of the mirror well i thought it was mostly because i kidnap and starve overweight women so oh, i can make shit. a skin suit i did forget that. um did forget yeah that. yeah but uh yeah that's probably part of the reason you don't have a basket though you have, you put the lotion in the bucket no it's because when i was it's growing a trashy up, it's a trashy organization up there when i was growing up i could i could just hear those lambs <laughs> screaming screaming that's what that is i Mr. forget Rutter. what that's from do your do your anthony hopkins talking to clarice hello clarice good that's good thank you that's all i wanted thanks that's all i wanted um and your favorite, of course, is no. Honestly, my fa- the the best best picture winner of the '90s is Schindler's List. Okay, easy. That I, would be my runner up. Yeah, Titanic in my heart, always and forever. Titanic, like my heart will go on. Yeah. Um, I also started watching rewatching Titanic during quarantine, and then I fell I fell asleep because it was like really late. Um, but I'm gonna watch it again all the way through because it's a piece of art. And um. There's not a day I don't think about it, but the best, I mean, it's t- difficult because like, do I really want to watch Schindler's List again? Like, right. <laughs> is there a great time to watch Schindler's List? But it's an incredible, it's incredible. Yeah. But I think that's also what it came down to for me as if I, again, if I'm flipping channels and, you know, Hannibal Lecter is wearing someone's face in an elevator, I'm there. If I'm I think watching if I'm a girl fi- in a red coat run through a ghetto, I'm like, I, I think I think if I'm flipping channels, though, I will sit and I will watch Schindler's List. And I don't love what that says about me. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't love it. I well, know. I think I've told the story before on this podcast about how my mother told me when I was eight years old that she believed that I was reincarnated and yes. that I died in the Holocaust. Yeah. I'm sorry if that is offensive to people. I do not mean to be offensive. I just mean I had a weird obsession with the Holocaust and World War II when I was a kid. Anyway, uh, I, I really, I don't want to say enjoy Schindler's List, but it is, it's, it's again, it's like that thing where it's like a Schindler's List is a workout going back to our earlier conversation. Yeah. I'm going to feel, I'm going to feel good that I did it once I do it. It's like, and you know what I mean? But the experience of it washing over me, I don't much care for. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, it's a good movie. It's a really no. good movie. Um, you want to know my worst best picture? Oh, I'm so glad that you asked that because desperately I'm dying to know your worst best picture winner. So I think there's a couple possible choices here for most people. 
For me, it really comes down to two movies, one of which I feel like critically is really derided now, but I still think is fine. Are we talking about Forrest Gump? Uh, no. Um, I was talking about American Beauty. Oh. Uh, Ditto. Like, yeah. Um, my worst Best Picture winner is Braveheart. Really? Um. Yeah. I mean, it's not great. Yeah. Um. American Beauty is not like great, but there's some good stuff in it. People hate on Forrest Gump. I'm like, Forrest Gump is enjoyable. You guys are mm-hmm. wrong. My worst best best picture winner. I'm going all the way back to the beginning of the decade, and that's Dances with Wolves. Yeah. And I don't what even hate. I don't. I don't right. hate that movie in the way that I have that I hated like Rain Man and Last Emperor and. Uh, Chariots of Fire and Driving Miss Daisy, like it's fine, right? I think no. I just if if I, it, but yeah, that movie is of all the movies that won in the '90s is the last movie I'm gonna watch again, right? Yeah, it was sorry, uh, Dance Dances with Wolves uh, was up there for me also. But when we rewatched, I was like, oh, I mean, this movie is way too long. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not better than a movie that. I'm sure is going to come up in uh, the next part of our conversation. Yes, it is. Um, but uh, I just remember us rewatching Braveheart and me being like, this movie is ridiculous. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, but so there's best... more, but there's some interesting, he does scream, go back to England and tell them Scotland is free. And for that, and there's also great makeup work, specifically screams... blue makeup work. He also jumps out of a tower on a horse mm-hmm. into a river. Yep. Oh. He also has his like balls cut off or something at the end. Something happens. All sorts of things. It's really freedomy. Oh my god, uh, that girl is so hot too. Sidebar. What happened to her? The we didn't talk we didn't talk the the uh princess of fucking something or other. I'm gonna I'll I'll look it up right now. What was um, her I forget her I forget her name or something, but she was Samokin. She was one of those ladies of the nineties that's like like she was in a bunch of stuff, I think, and then just kind of fell by the wayside. Like a Claire Forlani. Her <laughs> name was Sophie Marceau. Sophie Marceau. Boom. Um she has flash. It looks like she's still working pretty frequently, but it looks like in France. Right. Right. A lot of these uh, she was an Alex and Emma in two thousand and three. Oh yeah. Is that a Meg Ryan joint or no? Um, that no, is different. no, it's Kate Hudson. Okay, so, yeah. you know what? Same, same, same deal, different generation. Yeah, same, same uh, line, mm-hmm. same family tree of romantic comedy stars. Mm-hmm. So, best nominee of the nineties. This was a this was a real this struggle. was th- there is there's there, a lot yeah, of really good ones really really good ones two in particular I could not make a decision between but go ahead I know that my pick is not one of those two for you um, I bet I could guess what your two are why don't you go ahead and guess your two are Goodfellas and Pulp Fiction no mm. one of those is correct and it's Goodfellas. Is the other one Sense and Sensibility? No. Wow. Okay. Mine was Fargo. <sighs> These um, are all great movies that we're yeah. naming here. Mine was Fargo, and my runners-up were Goodfellas and The Shawshank Redemption. Oh, my! you're forgetting about Saving Private Ryan. Oh, Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. That, those are my two. I was like Goodfellas and Saving Private Ryan. But all those Saving movies— Saving Private Ryan's probably my four. All like, those so. movies that you named are incredible. Pulp Fiction, yeah. I'm a huge, uh, every, uh, I mean, I love fucking Tarantino, and we're going to talk more about him in a bit, but um, the thing with Pulp Fiction is, like, there are parts of it that are, it's uneven. I mean, sure. it's I, it was my favorite movie of that year, for sure, but it's just uneven. Goodfellas is incredible, and there, <laughs> I read a tweet the other day, this isn't my tweet, but I read it, and I thought it was great, that said... It's like we're all in prison, but it's the Goodfellas prison where we can make pasta sauce. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel that so deeply, and it reminded me of how fucking great that movie is. Yeah. Just that I whole just kinda... sequence. Remember when he's like going, when he's when he thinks he's he's being followed by the helicopter, and he's like yeah. on some serious drugs, and he keeps going home to stir the sauce and like whatever. I I really love that movie. Um, 
and it definitely should have won that year, the year of Dances with Wolves. Yeah. Uh, I, I spent my uh, my entire day yesterday uh, cutting garlic with a razor blade. So <laughs> I... You really um, are. You yeah, were living really that a, experience. Yeah, with yeah. Paul Sorvino. Paul Sorvino has actually been quarantining with me. So. Oh, wow. What a fun time, though. Do you talk about Mira yeah. a lot? Oh, yeah, all the time. I think he died, actually. Did he? While you're looking that up, where are the other movies? We got Pulp Fiction. We got Saving Private Ryan. We got Fargo. You got Sense and Sensibility. Sense and you Sensibility. Got, For sure, Sense and Sensibility. You got uh, A Few Good Men. Great. That didn't win. Great movie. These are yeah. The 90s were good. There were yeah. good things in the 90s. For show. And good things that won. God, the 80s. What a fucking wasteland. He's still alive. I was wrong. He's still living. Good good on you, Paul Sorvino. Mira Sorvino also folk, uh, factors in greatly to the Ronan Farrow catch and kill book that I'm I sure. just read. Yeah. I'm, I find during quarantine, I just like really lean in very heavily to uh, depressing things. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. We're all going through we're it. All, we're all in this together. Next. Uh, Worst nominee of the 1990s. Um, this, there was a few options. I was, I was surprised that there were less options than I expected. When I went back and really looked, I was like, how many of these movies would I truly never want to watch again? And there were actually yeah. only a couple. There were a few, but you're yeah. right. No, you're right. There, there it wasn't that doesn't crazy. Mean there were a lot of movies that I'd just be like, eh, whatever, yeah. but I don't hate. There were two that I was like, it's these, it's between these two. Let's hear. So I chose barely shine. <laughs> and I think please part go, of the reason please go is back and listen our, Whitney to friends. If you listen to the 96 episode, <laughs> our friend, Megan's very close friend, Whitney Tubner, somehow thought Shine was the best nominated film of 1996, which includes Fargo, which includes the English patient, which includes Jerry Maguire and Secrets and Lies. But most she importantly, she thought Shine thought was the Shine. best film of the year. That was wild. And that's as good enough a reason as any to make that your pick. That was wild. Now, now my runner up, I feel like might be your pick. So I'm not going to say it until after you give us your pick. <laughs> my pick, I had to just, there were three that jumped out at me. The third I'm forgetting, but two of them were both Merchant Ivories. And oh. sorry, so sorry. And Howard's End, I liked slightly more. So I'm going to give it to The Remains of the Day. Ugh, terrible choice. I fucking could not stand that movie. I hated it. I Again, because I think I'm gonna both. Because i throw out a nominee and you're going to be like, oh, fuck. Why no, I okay. But I just want to say this. I think Remains of the Day and, and Howard's End, in the same way that Rain Man angered me, mm-hmm. angered me in the sense that I thought I was going to love them. I went in being like, because that is my jam. I love a period piece. I went in, I love fucking English shit. I went in being like, I am going to dig these movies so hardcore. And then I just like hated them. And and Remains of the Day, I found to be more boring. Because Howard's End has um, Helena Bonham Carter, who's always, always watchable. Yeah, but Remains of the Day has Nazis. Yeah, I don't even, it's like not even the fun kind of Nazis. Like. I hated it. What was the third? What's the your runner up? I can't believe you didn't say the thin red line. Okay, that was my. Okay, <laughs> okay, that was the third one. Oh. I was like, what are the? I go the two merchant ivories and the thin red fucking line. Huh. Honestly, it could be the thin red line depending <laughs> on the day. What's the? You know what? I'm gonna go ahead and change my. What's the runtime of the remains of the day? Let me. Uh... Let me pull those up for you because I guarantee. Please give. Red line I just want to get. I want the. Ru- I want the runtime. Runtime of remains of the day. Runtime of the thin red line. Okay, remains of the day, clocks in at two hours and fourteen minutes. That's too long. However, the thin red line comes in at two hours and fifty. Minutes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 So I'm changing my answer to the thin red line because it's the that's worst. like take out commercials. That's a whole episode of Real Housewives. Okay. Basically. Okay. Okay. That that's a whole. Yeah. Watching. That's a whole. Yeah. No. That I could be watching. Wait. Well, you're. Yeah. That's a whole thing. Yeah. No. 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 That movie is not good. 
It's not a nope. fun war movie. Not fu- I mean, I don't I don't think war movies should even necessarily be fun, but it's not and it's not like there's like other things like I don't love Full Metal Jacket. But there's some interesting stuff in Full Metal Jacket, both like psychosis like the stuff with Vincent D'Onofrio obviously is interesting, but also beyond that like the shots are cool. It seems right. to, like there's like cool like it's picturesque or, or like even the deer hunter, like you really have a sense of place. Right. In, in that I feel like we very much are in Vietnam. Um, I, well, like there's, there's, there's like, there's like movies that like people like love. And we talked about this when we did this on the episode um, that were not for us, a movie like apocalypse now, mm-hmm. but there's still stuff you can, or a movie like clockwork now. orange or yeah, yeah. Where I'm like, I, but I get it. Yeah, I get it. There's you yeah. know, stuff that whatever, especially apocalypse now is talking about a war movie that's like that has a sense of place and um and psychosis and whatever the thin red line i just man i do not give a fuck there's nothing pretty to look at it it may as well have been shot like on a fucking sound stage you know what i mean in like santa clarita like i hate that movie yeah and i also hate the merchant ivory movies anyway favorite Um, movie of the 90s not nominated best movie of the 90s i have two picks here one is the movie that i think was probably the best movie that not nominated and one is a i love this movie i get <gasps> why it wasn't nominated but that's exactly what been. i have i have the movie that should that that's like oscary that should have been nominated and the movie that's like a personal favorite yeah so my oscary movie is malcolm x okay God, I didn't even realize I wasn't nominated. Okay. Do you want to, do you want to do your Oscary movie and then we'll do our personals? Yeah, my Oscary movie is Boogie Nights. Great. Great movie. Love it. Yeah. PTA. I think the reason mine wasn't Boogie Nights is simply because I can under because it's his debut and because it was about the porn industry, I can understand the Academy not acknowledging it to the same extent. I don't Whereas know. Whereas like a bio biopic about Malcolm X, like it just feels like straight racism. That, yeah, like, that does. That's Malcolm true. Malcolm X wasn't nominated. That's ab- um, I do think that feels like straight racism, but I think Boogie yeah. Nights is good enough that it should have overcome whatever. Yeah. And I and mean, the cast I, is amazing. And I mean, yeah. listen, your husband and I both picked it as the best film of the year when you, you picked did. Titanic. That's so right. And I like maintain it. Titanic is amazing, but yeah. personal favorite. Personal favorite. Jurassic Park. <sighs> Great. Great film. What's my personal favorite? Clueless. Correct. <laughs> Clever Correct. girl. Clever girl. Clueless is fucking great. Yeah. Both movies. Again. Both those movies are great. Not, and honestly, Genre stuff just doesn't get... Yeah. I don't know. Both those years, too, I don't think are like... There's good... <clears throat> like I think both the... Like, for 95, we picked Sense and Sensibility, which I think is a great movie. But is Clueless better than some of those movies that were nominated that year? Absolutely. Um, I'm off the top of my head, I'm trying. The year Braveheart won. Clueless is a better movie than Clueless Braveheart. Clueless is a better movie than Braveheart. For I like sure. it better than Babe. Me too. Um, Me too. If Babe's getting nominated, fucking Clueless, which is, you know, if you want to go pedigree, pedigree, it is based off Il of Postino. Jane Austen. No, yeah, Il Pacino, which sucked. No. Um, and then 93, again, Schindler's List won. We're not arguing Jurassic Park should have beat Schindler's List for Best Picture. No, but... But are we arguing that maybe it should have been nominated over In the Name of the Father? Yes. Or The Piano? Yes. Both of those. Easily both of those movies. Even, and again, that was the year The Fugitive was nominated, and The Fugitive... The Fugitive movie. is... No, I, I actually Jurassic don't think Park, The Fugitive is that great. Jurassic Park is a much better action it's, film. It is, 100%. And I am going to tell you something. I, I I remember this from watching The Fugitive. I think there's a lot of The Fugitive that's kind of boring and long yeah. and drawn out. Like, yeah. there are some cool, like, I don't care. Like, there are some cool moments, but, like, generally, it feels... And we talk about this because when... um. We talked about how Julianne Moore is in this movie where clearly there, that whole subplot with her was like edited out, whatever. Yeah. It, it's not about the fugitive, it, but it is, uh, yeah. Jurassic Park absolutely should have been nominated, nominated. That movie's dope as fuck. So yeah. the two thousands, two thousands, again, so similar to the, similar to the eighties, 
a little bit of a draw. It's every ten years. It's it's yeah. every other decade. For the every me, other decade. There's <laughs> only two picks for best best picture winner. I could see certain people maybe making an argument for one or two other movies that aren't my personal cup of tea. But I think there's only two picks here. I think this was pretty easy. I don't have a, a, a backup for this, but this was yeah. pretty easy for me. The best best picture winner was No Country for Old Men. Yes, and that's what I have too. And I have The Departed as second because yeah. I think that's just a movie people most people like. Yeah, and that's an enjoyable. And I guess I could see an argument for like, like for certain people for like something like Gladiator or Return of the King. If you're a huge Lord of the Rings person, I could see why you'd make that argument. Sure. Uh, and there's a a lot of the movies I think are good too. Like I like I know you don't love it, but I like Chicago a lot. But I think No Country for Old Men, which we didn't even pick as the best picture for that year, is still clearly I think the best best picture winner of 2007. Yeah, agreed. Um, I think there, and similarly, there's a very easy answer for worst winner, which is and I think we have the same worst. Although my runner up was closer than you would expect. Uh, the worst winner, I'm sure that you picked too, uh, is Crash. I did cr- pick Crash as well. Although on that rewatch, a beautiful mind mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. right there, baby. Listen, before I remembered Crash, I was scrolling through uh, Best Picture winners, and I was like, it's going to be a beautiful mind. And then I saw Crash, and I was like, well, it's going to be Crash. But a beautiful mind is not good. No. Sorry, Ron. Yeah, just R H. Yeah, sorry, RH. Movie doesn't hold up. Does sorry, not. sorry, RC. No. Uh, but uh, best nominee that didn't win. Again, this was an interesting one for me because I went with both head and heart on this because I think this movie is. This is. I mean, you know what I'm gonna what I'm gonna say. This yeah. is. I think we have the same one. The my favorite director. Um, and this is the, his the his best movie, which is yeah. glorious bastards. Yeah. Um, I agree. That's what I had. My, I had a couple runners up. I said, there will be blood. Um, yep. There will be blood. Also incredible. Yeah. I think there was like some good broke, stuff for me, like broke backs, like a little bit behind those two. Yeah. Um, but it's like up there also, but I also had Inglorious bastards. I think it's, it's, as we've talked, we, you know, we just did the 2009 episode a couple months ago. It's a movie that gets better every time you watch it. Um, yeah, it's a, it's, it's just a fantastic movie. I just want to say you realize now we have picked the bet. We picked the same best, best picture winner. We picked the same worst picture winner. We picked the same best nominee. Can we go for it? What's well, not a hat trick? Cause hat trick is three, right? Well, that but would be four? a hat trick, but can we go for four for four? Four for four. The worst nominee. This was also pretty easy for me. This one was very easy. And given the fact that I think the 2000s were not great in terms of the winners. I was surprised going back through. I was like, I mean, most of these movies, if they were on, I'd be like, all right, yeah, cool. Me too. Like, I want to watch for a certain part. But there's there was an easy winner. For there was me. an easy movie where I was like, same. I don't want to watch it again. Yeah. I hope it's the same because I hope we'll we see. all have the same thing. It's Letters from Iwo Jima. Oh, no, it's not the same. Damn. Damn it. What'd you pick? Because mine, and here's why you didn't pick it. It's because it's your girl. Um, but oh, it's the, the reader. Fucking sucks, and it's the reader. Yeah, yeah. And I agree with you. It's not a good movie. It is my girl. Yeah. It is my yeah. straight talk. Yeah. I I die for her. But it's still. I mean, it's that again. It's that World War II Holocaust shit that I'm like. Yeah. I whatever. Even if it's shitty, I will watch that. But I will not watch a Clint Eastwood movie <laughs> in fucking Japanese ever again. I'll tell you that. Um, I, I might never watch a Clint Eastwood movie ever again. So I'm certainly going to watch it in fucking Japanese. Because that that one actually wasn't... I didn't even put down a runner-up because after I saw The Reader, I was like, oh, it's The Reader. Um, but there were a couple... I think my like closest that I was like, these are not good movies. Um, the Blind Side... Just, yeah, but I that movie, think... but that movie's on TV, and you're like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll watch like yeah. bits of this. Curious case of Benjamin Button. Yeah, I don't love that movie either. Would be in there for me. Ray yeah. probably would be Ray's kind of up there good. for me. Yeah. Um, I guess those would be the although the hours 
didn't really hold no, up. No, it does but not. But it's still it's still not in the same category for me. It, it's it's the reader pretty easily for me. Um, yeah, and I gotta say, it is letters of, from Iwo Jima easily yeah. for me. Um, be- favorite movie that was not nominated from the odds. Oh, yeah, go ahead. So, I have my pick of the movie that I thought was the best movie not nominated. I have like three runners up. One is a movie that I like better personally, um, but I don't think it's, I think it's just a movie that I love. And that's the Royal Tenenbaums, which we chose for 2001. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that movie. Um, but the movie I picked is the best movie that was not nominated. That was also a movie we ended up picking for the year was um, Children of Men. Oh God! What a great fucking movie that is! I didn't even think about that. I just I went. I don't know. I don't know why right now. Yeah. <laughs> you thought of Children of Men came up, but uh, we're living in some dark times. Mm-hmm. Um, I went on a more positive note, uh, and I, I, I just kind of was like, "Oh, what's my favorite movie from the odds?" And kind of the first thing that sprung to mind, I was like, "Well." I love this movie and it wasn't, it's crazy. It wasn't nominated. Um, and that is eternal sunshine of the spotless mind, which we also chose, which is one I was thinking of the other couple that I had up there were almost famous. Oh, also a great movie, which we picked. So great. And then I, I mean, 2007 is such a stacked year, but I, I personally also think Zodiac sort of like an impeccable movie. Is 2007 the year of, um, children of men and, uh, 2007 is the year of no country, no country and there will be blood and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Children of men was the year before. There was some really good stuff in the odds for sure. Um, nothing is worse than the eighties. Yeah. So Meg, tell me about, uh, what have you been watching? Okay. So let's talk Uh, about what we've been, what we've been watching. Yeah. So that's, uh, four, that's 40 years. You can go back and hear our individual thoughts on all these years. We've got a tremendous back catalog. Um, we've started the 60s. We also did, you know, uh, three Oscar should go to episodes and some fun stuff about Tom Hanks and Meryl Streep and Glenn Close. Uh, we'll do more of that in the future. And if you have suggestions, I'm willing yeah. to hear them for sure. Please let us know. Not just about uh, the podcast, but like what to do with my life. Yeah. Please, we both are in the entertainment industry, which, as far as I can tell, is not coming back for a year to forever. So, um, if you if you have any ideas, like just listening to us, which you think we might be good at, teach um, me how to knit. I don't know. Like, I've been told I have a face for radio. Yeah, are you like Craig? You sound like you'd be a great blacksmith, and we'll need horses when all the automobile industry goes under. Um, Let me know. Maybe I'll be uh, good with fire and shoeing. Fingers crossed. Um, so, Meg, uh, what have you been watching? So, um, the things that I have been watching are uh, twofold. It's either um, I have been watching movies that I've seen. Okay, here are the three things I've been watching. Three things. Sorry, I said two, three. The three things I've been watching, number one is Billions. Because uh-huh. my, my husband, Maddie, is a, is a big fan. And uh, back before everything went terrible, I shot a commercial with Paul Giamatti in Vegas, which was very cool. And I, I love him now. He is my best friend. Uh, he was very nice to me. She I don't text in a lot during. The yeah, 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 yeah. We keep in touch. We yeah, keep yeah. in touch. Yeah, we keep in touch. Me and PG's PG. Yeah. Where's he? Where's his hold up? Uh, probably his fucking estate in like, uh, I cannot, I assume he like has like a house in Connecticut. He told me he was based in, you know what? I actually, I don't want to get too deep into it. Cause like yeah. he'll text no, I don't me want and you be to like, betray, don't betray his trust. Don't betray my trust. Like, you know, my exact address, well, you know? Yeah. Uh, anyway, billions is fun and sort of dumb. And I kind of alluded to it when we we're talking about working girl. It's a little confusing. When we talk mm-hmm. about financial stuff, but it's enjoyable. I don't love Damien Lewis, but there's enough there. And then the other thing I've been, the other things I've been watching movie wise. Yeah. Is I'm going through all of uh, the Studio Ghibli movies. Okay. Because again, Maddie loves them and there's a lot of stuff that I missed. Um, so I watched Spirited Away the other night and um, uh, My Neighbor Totoro and very enjoyable if you're like if you're an anime fan or whatever 
And then the last category is stuff that I've seen a million times before, uh-huh. but that is very comforting to me. So Out of Africa comes into that category. Titanic comes into that category. Uh, earlier this week, I watched Something's Gotta Give, which is so fucking enjoyable. Just such a, like, what a fun, like, what a romp. It's just like a fun time. And then last night, I watched The Birdcage, which was so just like, what a fun, again, these are just like, cla- I'm, I'm just telling you, this is what works for me. This is what is killing it for me. And then uh, I think one of my favorite comedies, legitimately, of the past 10 years, uh, I watched it one and a half times through this quarantine, is uh, MacGruber. I think MacGruber okay. is incredible and underrated. <laughs> it makes me laugh. It's just basically Will Forte doing the Will Forte thing. But now when my husband and I always are like, if there's like a crash from the other room for cleaning something, one of us will run in and go, Tug, you You guys okay? uh, You you haven't thrown on the third best movie of the decade, Think Like a Man? Okay, Think Like a Man also will definitely be watched during the quarantine time. Very enjoyable do you remember that it was the third? That was my third. I think it was number three on your list. Respect. It's fucking great. No, no respect. Zero respect. Um, Comforting I, movies you've seen a bunch. I have been watching. I have not been watching as many movies as I usually do because I usually watch a lot of stuff at work, like on breaks, and I have not been going to work. Um, and I feel like that. I just because I'm kind of stuck in a place and there's nothing else to do like that holds my that's like my thing I do um and then I would go to the movie theater two or three times a week which clearly we're not doing I have the movies I've been watching most recently have mostly actually been some new releases um I watched The Way Back uh the Ben Affleck film yeah did you like that um, it's fine. Everything I've seen has just sort of been fine. I watched Tiger Tail. I thought that was fine. Have you seen Blow uh, the Man Down yet? I have not. Okay. Um, I want to watch that because our queen, Margot Martindale, is on it. Yeah. Um, I do want to check out, there's a new Ken Loach movie um, that's currently on uh, Kino, whatever the Kino thing is where you can donate basically you buy like a movie ticket to stream the movie and it, part of the money goes towards a movie theater near you um so i want to check that out and i do want to watch uh rarely never sometimes oh always. yeah i want to watch that real bad yeah. the uh, so, so abortion the movie. that i want to check out yeah we have we are watching. very pro choice on this podcast and very yes. fuck trump so if you have yeah. a goddamn issue with either of those things then don't listen or just keep listening and just just uh, go fuck yourself. Our, our politics, but yeah, also. Yeah. Um, I, I'm uh, I'm I'm at the point now where I'm just like I have no. It's like you know when after he was like it's like we got to find a way to like all get along and all this stuff and now I'm like no fuck those people you can go yeah. fuck yourself. Sorry, I've entered um, the angry stage of quarantine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in terms of TV shows, we've been watching Top Chef and RuPaul's Drag Race. I don't want to talk. I mean, we don't want to give any spoilers, but yeah, we're not both spoil it all. really great seasons, I find. Yeah. Um, Do you have a tops? Do you want to give it your your top pick? And just for people that listen, do you want to give your 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 fave for both? For both. Um, currently, we're about nine episodes in on RuPaul. If you're listening to this, season 12. Um, and my pick, I, I mean, not my favorite. I think Gigi good is the, is sort of running away with it right now. Yeah. I love, I love my girl, Heidi, love queen Heidi. Um, but, uh, I think right now, if I had to pick someone to win, given the fact we know Sherry pie is not going to be, uh, actually factored into it. I would say it's Gigi goods to lose. I agree. Top chef. I think I'm rooting for Gregory. Really, I like I like Melissa a lot too. I'm rooting for those Melissa, are, but I'm but I'm here for, I'm here for Gregory. I'm here for yeah. Eric. I'm here for Nene. Yeah, um, but it feels like I'm I here mean, for Melissa Leanne's and, mom. Yeah, Melissa and Gregory have sort of been winning the most. So um, yeah, uh, but Gregory, I loved in his season. Malarkey, uh, baby, you you living on borrowed time. 
so much borrowed time i like it yeah get, get the fuck out of here get out of here get out of here although i won't say who went home this past episode because it just happened a couple days ago but i was also fine with that person leaving yeah honestly. uh yeah yeah never's been my favorite no and 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 they've been on a fair amount but yeah yeah um we've also been watching a lot of encore on disney plus have you watched this show at all meg it's a show called encore so encore it's hosted by Kristen bell and what they do is they take the cast of a musical from high school and they remount the show years later so we've watched about i guess eight of these episodes from like a point. just a general high school from just uh -huh. like so like the, like the most recent one was like a 2007 production of beauty and the beast but the furthest back one we we just watched the other day was the 1984 production of godspell from just like a random high school or no it wasn't godspell it was um what's the one we just watched are they interested in doing Pippin? Pippin, yeah. Are they interested in doing a a, a redo of the nineteen ninety six uh, Lil Abner? Uh, maybe because I got a Daisy May that has been. I'm ready to go with this. Listen, um, it's fun to watch every single episode. They try and manufacture something because, of course, there's always like a high school sweetheart situation that they haven't seen each other in like 20 years since one of them broke up with the other one. In so high this school. is also not made. This is not made for the quarantine. Like they, this was before, obviously oh, it was before. Yeah. Oh, I'm for uh, this. Oh, I've I cried this. in all but one episode, I think. Oh, I love this. Oh, this is yeah. the greatest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. I can't believe yeah. I, kn I didn't know that this existed. Yeah. God damn it. Why did they not come to, I mean, I guess that was junior high, but, you know what? It was still great. That is yeah. crazy. Yeah, maybe they'll do a second season. They'll feature little Abner or my performance in Into the Woods or Guys and Dolls, you know. Yeah, one of those um, things. One of those. I mean, I um, again, I got an Irene Malloy that is, we yeah. just did My Fair Lady. Wait, yeah. sorry. We just, uh, we did Hello, Hello Dolly. Dolly. Yeah. I also want to recommend, there's only been one episode of it so far, far but uh, Run. Oh my God. So that's on my list when I, I didn't know anything about it and it's still like a weird, tr the trailer, it's like hard to tell. But the second yeah. I, that I, those two people, Merritt Weaver and fucking Weaver and Domhnall Gleeson, Gleeson, I'm who are probably in the, the most underrated, underrated actors, actors in, of all, uh, uh, of yeah. the time that we are living in. I'm obsessed with both of them. So I'm all for it. Yeah. Is it good? It was good. We are also watching the plot against America, and it's it's tough. It's yeah, we only it's very very first. We've watched the first two, so we're a little behind. Yeah, it's good. It's just it just doesn't get any easier. Yeah, we've been watching my brilliant friend also, but it's mostly to just remind us of Italy. <laughs> Remember travel? No, I don't. Again, yeah. I was I was supposed to come home. And by that, I mean out of your own home. Out of your own home. I don't remember. Yeah. And I did take a drive the other day because remember driving yeah. and uh, to take my dog to get chemo yeah. fun. And um, after I dropped her off, they like come to the car to get her. It's like a whole thing now. And there I was like, I'm just going to go for a drive. So I got on the freeway with all the windows down, 80 miles an hour, just blaring Billy Joel and cried and felt really great afterwards. It felt like a, a cathartic, it was like a broadcast news Holly Hunter cry. Yeah. Well, I think that's broadcast news. That's another great nominee that we didn't. Another great nominee um, that we didn't talk about. Uh, well, I think that probably brings us just about to the end of this podcast. Uh, we'll be back to more regular uh, in a couple weeks. We'll be doing 1967. Uh, the movies that year are Dr. Doolittle, The Graduate. The good, wait, which Dr. Doolittle? <laughs> the, the, the original. The original Rex Harrison, um, which I don't believe there's a, anything pulled out of a dragon's uh, asshole in the original but now, i've not seen it so now now the 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 this year the 2020 dr doolittle much like all of 2020 uh was garbage right yeah. and mm -hmm. wasn't that your worst isn't that the worst movie of i mean 
so far anyway, the worst movie of this year for you? Not only the worst movie of this year, one of the worst movies I've ever seen yeah. in my entire um so we we have the original dr doolittle you got the graduate you got guess who's coming to dinner you got bonnie and clyde and the winner was in the heat of the night so that's actually a terrific year of film uh we'll be looking forward to doing that megan do you have anything to plug uh i mean you can follow me on instagram murphy megan uh m-e-g-h-a-n-n and my cooking videos are now on uh youtube I don't know how to get to that, but that's, I guess. Just if you, Google Megan's Quarantine Kitchen. Yeah, Megan's Quarantine Kitchen. If you Google that, YouTube. that should show up on YouTube. And um, I hope you enjoy those. And I hope you enjoy your, uh, you find some semblance of joy in your life right now. Because it's, they're hard to come by. Yeah. Um, you can follow us at the Oscar should on Twitter, at the Oscar should have gone to on Instagram and Facebook. Um or that's, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, if you like us, please rate and review us on iTunes. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. As always, we hope you are staying safe and healthy and everyone in your immediate circle is as well. And we will talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>